battered, bruised, and broken. The fantasy football finals have arrived. Hopefully your teams are doing well. Hopefully some of your teams survived and advanced. And we'll talk about uh, who helped you survive in advance. And we're going to talk to you a little bit about who's going to help you win the championship next week. Let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott yeah. and Tom. Hey, everybody. Don, yeah. You sounded like Medea right there. Hello. I had a little uh, Mrs. Doubtfire in there. Yeah. yeah. It's a nice combo. Yeah. yeah. Either way, you know, just, uh, just. Sounding like a guy dressed as a girl doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> not, uh, pretty much. not too far from how I operate in real life. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you know, just, I just want to throw on my robe. Uh, now, now I'm, nope, I'm I'm losing it. Sorry. <laughs> oh, now it is? Yeah, don't okay. lose our... Yeah, uh, Robin Williams was not sexist at all. No. Okay. Got it. <laughs> all right. Off to a roaring start recapping the fantasy football semifinals, a fantasy football week that uh, had some strange happenings, but also, I guess, kind of just decided whether or not your team was good, right? Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't go that far. You know, some teams were good and probably fell by the wayside for reasons that maybe... uh, No, I think any team that won is good, any team that (laughs) lost is bad, and it's a direct reflection on the personal value of the person who manages it. Wow. You know, like if you lost, you're a bad person. Yeah. And I say that having lost in the semifinals this week. Yeah, but you beat me in one, so that kind of washes And that makes you a bit. bad person. I don't know. I mean, I don't think so. Yeah, well, I don't know. Scott beat me as well. Bad person. Bad guy. Bunch of bad boys on this podcast, <laughs> I guess. That's actually Scott's teammate. Yeah, bad boys. my team name is the Bad Boys, but they were they've been long gone <laughs> because they were bad. <laughs> they did not factor into yes. the equation, unfortunately. Yes, uh, if you if you haven't gotten the point, uh, there are certainly some losers to identify from this week of fantasy football. I look around at us. You know what I see? Losers. Some big time losers. I'm going to start because mine comes from the Thursday night game. Keenan Allen, don't sit me. You cannot. Yell into a camera, don't sit me. Catch a 17-yard pass on the first drive and play less than 50% of the snaps the rest of the way. You simply cannot do it in the fantasy playoffs and not expect extreme repercussions from the fantasy <laughs> football community. I'm surprised Matthew Barry hasn't gone on some sort of ill-fitting yeah, rant say, about uh, Keenan Allen You yet. think Josh Jacobs and Keenan Allen are boys leading the charge? They must the be. The anti-fantasy they NFL players? The anti-fantasy fantasy team. I hope not. And I don't think so, actually, because they were great all year. Keenan was phenomenal all year, yeah. and he was playing hurt. But listen, they played each other too, and you couldn't they sit. You it took me a second to figure that out. I, that's why I had that face on. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you couldn't sit Keenan Allen, especially after he says, "Don't sit me." If you trust the man at all, you have to play him, and he burns you. Yes, that is Just not wrong. Um, yeah, Tom, I'm going. Yeah, yeah, Tom's next. Uh, Gurley, I don't know if he ever did any interviews. I'm sure he did, where he said, you know, I should be the number one pick, don't sit me, etc. Oh, uh, yeah. This year, he's not doing anything like that, right? Yeah. So if you played him, my heart goes out to you since you lost. He went one rush 
Mm-hmm. Negative one yard. Okay. Great. Two catches, 15 yards. So depending on your format, it doesn't really depend on your format. No. But he got you a couple, or he basically got you nothing. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's just bad. It's really bad. Really, just continuing. It's um, a precipitous drop. If you remember, I had brought up that he hadn't scored 10 points combined in his last three games in half-point PPR. Well, he hasn't scored 12 now <laughs> in his last, his last four. four games in half-PPR. So it's only it somehow was so bad and continues to get worse uh, for them. He had a two-year deal at uh, Atlanta, or, does, is, or was he on a one-year? One-year deal. One attempt. That's what I said. One carry. One attempt. Yeah, seriously, no kidding. That's a, that's a one attempt. The one so, you do. Speaking of one, though, the Jets got one, guys. The Jets got one. My losers of the week are the Rams. Yes. You can't lose the Jets. Honestly, I know it's not you know, a fantasy it's, football it's thing. It's not fair. You can't lose the Jets. It's not fair to criticize the Rams here. You know, the Jets are rock solid for the right. They're a damn good squad. And they fought hard. And they Just a the team team. that's chock full of heart. Frank Gore, baby. Over my dead body, we'll have you a part of an 0-16 team. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, seriously. went into existence. And the Rams just no-showing this one. Uh, Goff obviously was in a huge spot. He stinks. Cup was awful. And even Cam Akers, uh, you know, was supposed to be this beloved option. For, he was for spent most of that game so. just coming in and out with ankle tweakage. That's and true. It's something that, catching exactly. Guy. And it seemed like Malcolm Brown was actually the pass kissing. He's just patch hasn't cussing. gone away. I can't say pass. Yeah. Catching guy. There you go. It's been a tough day for me. <laughs> it's been a really tough day. But yeah, you'd think it would be Henderson, who's like the third down, two minute drill, you know, catch up uh, kind of guy. No. But it seemed like it was Malcolm Brown. It's always Malcolm Brown. Like Don says, Kenny Akers hurts his ankle a little bit. He comes back, so nothing to worry about, really. But, you know, sometimes that just throws off the game plan, too. For sure. If anything, it just means Henderson. Where is the value? This is nowhere. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, you didn't plan this week. You can't plan next week. No. Yeah, and it will be tough to trust any Rams back next week. Uh, any Rams? <laughs> ben Higby? No. Seattle, too, who was, like, supposed to be a great matchup, but not really recently. Are you going to play Higby off of this? Unlikely, but he's been pretty good recently. Is he a hero? Um, no. He could be. Let's just throw it on there. If you want to play a drop and say, you know, Higby, you had a touchdown, you had a lot of targets. I'm going to stab on but I can pull, pull it up, pull it up. Ask me if you talk over the entire drop, too. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the reason we wear headphones, guys. <laughs> hey, I was ready. It's not my fault. <laughs> right. I played it twice just to make sure. And um, I talked over the second one. Yeah, so of course. So everybody's guilty. It. Yeah, we're on fire. All right. Uh, I'm doing up his line. If oh, Tyler Higby. Yeah. yeah, he had a nice week. Uh, while you're looking at him, we can go to Zach Paschal, who scored two touchdowns, uh, six targets, five catches, 79 yards, and those two touchdowns. Uh, very nice game for uh, Zach Paschal. He yeah. does this every now and again, and uh, he took over for T.Y. Hilton, and I think that's kind of what stinks about this. Yeah. Two touchdowns, everybody knows the rules. Exactly. T.Y. didn't really get his, uh, his just deserves. Apparently, he's the bane of Houston's existence. Generally, which is pretty cool, but uh, not this week exactly right. Tyler Higby, five targets, four catches, 67 yards, and a touchdown. So a decent day from the tight end point of view. For sure. Um, something Great to end, yeah. something to watch. Sure, yeah, Everett got a couple of targets. One of his catches was, you know, a really wacky one. And other That's stuff. weird with them. You know, like those two like, kind of split the reps now. Yeah. Watching that Rams game was so frustrating in a way because Higby scores, and then, like, Tyler Higby, like, 
having a really nice year. That's his fifth touchdown. Like three in one game. It's like, well, way to go. He had three in one game. Yeah, and it was like week two, and then yeah, he like, did nothing for a long time. Speaking of I'm the con- tight end. I'm convinced the three of us could call an NFL football game better than at least half of the crews out there right now. Like uh better than Jason Witten. Yes. Oh, 100%. Um, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what well, I was going to go to a tight end. Uh, Noah Fant. Transition to another nice tight end. 11 targets, 8 catches, 68 yards, and a touchdown on, uh, what was that, Saturday night? That was Saturday did? afternoon. Yeah, he, he looked pretty good. Uh, I think he could step in and be a starter. Obviously, you're going to get 11 targets. Uh, he could be added and put right into your starting yep. tight end position for sure. Yeah, Drew Locke likes him, and he dealt with some injuries himself, Drew Locke and Noah Vint himself. So uh, now that they're both healthy, it goes back to that hopeful very, very good relationship that I had in the beginning of the year where they're both healthy. So hopefully yep. they can bookend the season with a nice uh, relationship there as well. Exactly. Yep. All right. We got uh, – it's an interesting board of pickups this week. We got some two Tud guys. Yeah. But we've really got some guys who could end up being well, the desperation stream of the year as we go sure. through the fantasy football I, I mean, when we look over the next too, couple it's weeks. Like you have to bake in like – are we really going to tell you to add this guy to start him in the championship week? Right. That's up to you. Don't even add him here. There's yeah. no reason for you to add him. So no. that's why it's, it's a little thin. As we get on later, we'll, we'll pick up we'll pick up some guys who I think are worth it just for streams next yep. week. All right. Speaking of which, we'll talk about uh, Leonard Fournette next. Ronald Jones added to the COVID list. So Leonard Fournette goes from you can drop him everywhere to yeah. you could probably pick him up everywhere now. Yeah, for sure. Uh, 14 carries, 92 yards, two touchdowns, well, three catches on five crazy about him 16 too. yards. Uh, Ronald Jones had pinky surgery, and they get the Lions next week, which is an amazing running on back a Saturday. Matchup. So this is the kind of guy. This is the kind of guy you bring up in the heroes. Yeah, uh, Leonard Fournette was dropped all over the place. If Ronald Jones can't go again. He gets an absolute layup spot. And could easily get another two touchdowns like he had this week. Yeah, he had two touchdowns, but he's not on the dock as a two-touchdown guy. He's on the dock as this is a guy that might be able to win you the league. Mm-hmm. Crazy. What a journey for Leonard Fournette. I feel bad for him. It's kind of BS, the, the rub he got this year. Yeah. Kind of uh, burying the lead here. We've also got Tony Pollard on the dock. Zeke oh, a surprise my. inactive. And now Tony Pollard steps in. 12 carries, 69 yards, two nice. touchdowns. Very nice rushing day. Also a very good receiving day. Six catches on nine targets for 63 yards. Yeah. I mean, this is an amazing game. This is the kind of game that you were hoping Ezekiel Elliott would be having all year. Uh, to the to the people who were still in, who had Zeke, who handcuffed Tony Pollard all year, Tony reward. Pollard rewarded us. I burned that roster spot for 15 weeks, baby. And I'll tell you what, it was damn worth it every last one. Yeah, Tony has Pollard. To I mean, he looks better this week than Zeke has looked in any week this year. Yes. He is. Especially the, Sands Dak. In my head, he is the desperation stream of the year. Like, it is over. Yeah. But he shouldn't have been streamed, is my point. And I didn't make that right. point yet, but that's the point I'm making yep. now. Is that if he was a handcuff, and right. the point that Scott made is if you were Zeke, it was smart to have this guy on your yep. roster. Zeke was uh, a game time decision like two weeks in a row now. Yeah. So you should have had him. Yeah, you should have had him already. Well, you might not have had Salvan Ahmed. Ahmed had a big day. Big old day. Miles Gaskin to the COVID list before this game starts. Salvan Ahmed for the Dolphins, 23 carries, 122 yards. A touchdown, one catch for five yards, and a two-point conversion on a really sweet hook and ladder play. That was an awesome play. Yeah. Oh, Ahmed was involved all over the field. 
and really came off of the field. And even Breda had uh, like 12 carries and like 80 rushing yards in this game. So yeah. both of them succeeded in some capacity, but Ahmed was better. Uh, that, that he's had, he's been really good every chance. Every he's time gotten, he's been he's been featured, he's been really really good. Uh, they get Vegas next week as well, so he's a guy. You know, imagine starting Leonard Fournette, Salvan Ahmed next week. Two pretty good spots. Yeah, it can be done. It happen. It can be done. Listen, I won a championship starting Jerome Harrison and Jason Selling. I'll never forget those two names. Most for the of people listening life. to this podcast have no idea who they are. Exactly, <laughs> and they don't have to because I know them. In my heart and soul. Snelling was a Falcon. Snelling was a Falcon. Yes. Jerome Harrison played for the Browns. Anyway. Uh, your beloved Browns. My beloved Browns, who are taking it to the Giants right now <laughs> on Sunday Night Football. <laughs> Jeff Wilson. Raheem Mostert's ankle flared up again. Stop me if you've heard it before. Jeff Wilson, 16 carries for 60 yards and a touchdown. Stop me if you've heard it before. Stop me if you've heard that before. <laughs> Jeff Stop Wilson rocks, man. Jeff Wilson rocks. Jeff. Uh, he comes out of this game, and you know, in some apps, you might see him with a Q tag, but I, I don't think he actually had a serious injury. That's yeah. something to pay attention to because if him and Mostert don't go, you can sneak Tevin Coleman onto here as well, just for volume alone. For sure. But if not, I mean, I, you obviously want Jeff Wilson to play in this game. Yeah. He was added in a lot of places, but if he's out there, he's another that guy that can go right into the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. I think they actually get a decent matchup next week too. I want to say it's Arizona. It is actually, if I'm. Remembering correctly as well, but the big deal here is that Mostert, uh, you know, gets a little banged up here, mm-hmm. and Jeff is the guy in place of Mostert. You see that sometimes throughout their team, where like, oh, let's say Tevin Coleman is the guy in place of McKinnon, or you know what I mean? For sure. If if Mostert's gone, the bulk of those early down work and goal line is Jeff. Mm-hmm. My name Jeff. 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 <laughs> One more running back to get to. Darrell Williams of the Chiefs pops up on our dock this week. CH and Le'Veon Bell leave in the fourth quarter of this one. Going to have to check the status of those two guys. CH looked horrible. CH is injured. Very bad. Fun. And uh, Le'Veon looked like it could be like a concussion protocol type mm-hmm. thing. So if one guy is in the backfield for the Chiefs, let's go. I would actually. Who he is. I would actually still add Le'Veon Bell if he's available though, sure. because if yeah. he can clear concussion protocol, Don, you know that? Yeah. He, he can clear concussion protocol for sure in a short period of time. It's been done before. And uh, then, you know, Darrell Williams was would be useless. Not useless, right? but certainly less useful. I mean, you see Le'Veon take a nice uh, you know, option into the end zone with yep. Patrick Mahomes. Yep. There's some cool stuff that Le'Veon is capable of. And if he gets the full workload, he should be usable. For sure. I agree with you there. That concussion protocol will be will be big to see how he comes out early in the week yep and now uh, let's turn our attention to the streaming options on our radar ahead of the week 16 waiver wire pickups likely the last week of waivers that you'll have in fantasy football this year we start off of course with the big time quarterback performance from the thursday night game speaking of course of marcus Mariota. wow what a great game he had turn back the clocks yeah rushing game passing yards and a touchdown 88 rushing yards and a touchdown Kept pace with Justin Herbert on there, who had a fine game. Hit the truck stick. All the the Oregon alum were very happy watching that game, watching Marcus Mariota do them well for those years in the past, and Herbert show that the future is bright for Oregon quarterbacks. Uh, It's a great game. Obviously, they get Miami, who's been really good on defense, so I don't know if I would trust Mariota for the championship, but you know it was really nice to see him play well, and if he has that rushing floor, you could always do worse. On the other side of that game – 
Scott next week. We have Tua Tagovailoa, who had two rushing touchdowns this week. Uh, and so he gets Las Vegas. Obviously, yeah. that pops him up on the radar. Yeah, I wouldn't call him like a serious rushing threat just yet. No, nine rushing yards. <clears throat> yeah, and one one is a QB sneak, which can be done by just about anyone in the league. Yeah, and two tuts gets you to the dock, so he had to get on here. Two tuts he still only rules. had 145 passing yards. Yeah, so I had no receivers active. I would so. rather go with some of these other guys like Jalen freaking Hurts, man. Who yeah, let's just talk about him. 40 burger this week. Uh, you know, the rushing floor. The rushing ceiling and the passing ceiling collided in this one just for an absolute bonanza of fantasy points. He gets Dallas next week. His defense is nothing to, to be worried about. I think Jalen Hurts I think Nick Mullins had a 25-point game against Dallas there's, today. There, there's not a lot of guys that, you know, Jalen Hurts wouldn't get to start over. He's a top-10 quarterback for sure. I think he looks like a top-5. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On top of that, we got a couple of quarterbacks with really good matchups. Baker Mayfield is going to get the Jets next next week. Mitch Trubisky is going to get the Jaguars. Mitch been good. Mitch has been, been very good. Mitch Watch. Mitch, Mitch Watch. Watch is back on, baby. <laughs> Full on. Yep. And again, against the Jags, it's a team that that gets thrown on all the time. Yep. Uh, let's go, Mitch. I think you could fire him up for the championship. And Baker as well, who will play against the Jets, who you know they've been Stank. thrown on all year too. Yep. Hey, From two. Win. Yeah, the thing with Baker, if I'd like to, I'd like to mention is that when we were really starting out, guys, a couple of years ago, he had like as little rushing capability as Philip Rivers, a guy who yeah. never rushes the ball at all, yeah. right? Um, this year, Baker is looking to run the ball, and you know he's actually had some rushing touchdowns even. Yep. So uh, you know you gotta like your odds a little Ty bit better. Might be turning a little on Baker this it, year. Exactly. At least when you have that capability of let's not sit, let's cut, let's call. Let's not call him a 40 yards a game guy rushing. No, right. He could be like a 20 yards a game rushing Get guy. Get you a half touchdown. Which is nice. And you know? he makes up for one of his turnovers. But that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Cheap shot. He's improving. <laughs> He's improving. Sorry, Doc. From two quarterbacks that you could stream to a former quarterback that you can stream at tight end, we are just beating the drum on Logan Thomas this year, gentlemen. Yeah, Logan Thomas against the world. Uh, Dwayne Haskins just peppered him with targets. Yes, one. he he had a, I think he had eleven targets or th- or maybe it was thirteen targets. I don't even know. After a certain point, it just got disgusting. I can check, but yeah, former Virginia Tech quarterback Logan Thomas oh, baby. is uh, quite the fantasy tight end this year. And it, we checked on his ownership before this; it was sixty three percent. I mean, it should be higher. Way higher. Yeah, this way guy's higher. a top ten tight end, yeah. and it seems to be a top ten tight end week in and week out. It's Trend not like he just like too. Yeah, he's consistent. I mean, you can play this guy all the time. It's no get Carolina next week, too, which is, you know, obviously a, a soft target for anything on the opposite side of the ball. He had 15 targets, 13 catches, 101 yards. Wow. 15 targets. Pretty good. 15 targets yeah. for a tight end. That's amazing. One more tight end. Feels like we've brought, brought this guy up every chance we get. Uh, Dalton Schultz gets Philly next week. Who just put up a career, another career day to Dan Arnold, who easily could have been on the dock again for us. Yeah, he had some big catches out there, and they've been letting up touchdowns to tight ends. Dalton Schultz never leaves the field, and he scores a touchdown in this game himself. He does. Couple of defenses worth mentioning: the Bears' defense, who has been solid all year, gets the Jaguars. Texans, who have been good in good matchups, get the Bengals, and the Browns' defense gets the Jets, who now truly have nothing to play for besides. Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. I just thought up another hero, too. It, it breaks breaks my heart, as everyone will know. But uh, questionable 
after the game was uh, James Robinson with a knee problem, cool. which puts Divine and Ozigbo, although they will play the Bears. Ozigbo's a good receiving back, so he could get peppered with a ridiculous amount of targets and put him into, especially for mm-hmm. PPR, put him into actually a back-end RB2 level. Good point. Pay attention to J-Rob, though. He's tough. He's He'll tough. fight for me. Yeah. I hope. You should theoretically have another option if he's your guy because you got him for probably free. Robinson, yep. Yeah. All right, moving on to the rundown of the slate. Let's talk Chargers-Raiders. We talked about this one a little bit already. Marcus Mariota makes this game great, even after we thought Derek, you know, we thought this yeah. was going to be a runaway for the Chargers once Carr went out. Mariota makes a great game of it. This game goes to overtime. Wanted to quickly talk about uh, Guyton for the Chargers. Yeah, at 91 good. yards. Uh, and the other guy, Tyron, Tyron Johnson, Johnson, was great as well. Well, yeah, you uh, have to really attention. spread the ball around. Got to pay one. attention to uh, Keenan Allen and, and Mike Williams how they progress. Yep, because they've uh, had the long week now. Exactly. So I, I, that's why we don't really prioritize no. those guys. But uh, if those two are both out, they both have chances next week For sure. against Denver. Uh, Buffalo really, uh, really ran up the score on Denver. Yeah, on Saturday, Saturday night, which was awesome. Got to respect the running up of the score. Yeah, there was a Kumaro sighting as well. His first yes. catch as a Buffalo Bill went for a touchdown. Yeah. That's pretty damn cool. Yeah. It was pretty cool. It was like a fourth and goal, or was it? it was not fourth and goal, like a third and goal or something from the twenty-five, which is what really made it interesting. Yeah. Twenty-two yard touchdown, nice job. Yeah, they had uh, so many red zone penalties on themselves. The Bills, it was pathetic. Right. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was. It was so bad, but it didn't matter because equally as bad, actually, m- much more bad were the Broncos in this game. They just rolled over and died almost immediately. Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen still capitalized on most of those drives, even though he got those uh, red zone penalties. Uh, but on a personal note, they took away one touchdown, for sure. And uh, had that counted, I'd be in the ship. Dubsville? I'd be in Dubsville. Dubsville, sorry. That's pretty on. brutal. Let's move on to the next yeah, game. Okay. Uh, Packers, Carolina. Packers jumped out to a 21-3 lead in this one and kind of coasted and – I mean, the Panthers' like, defense kind of stepped up yeah. and made some plays, which was stunning because they've been so bad and were so bad in the first half of this game. Uh, luckily, most of the guys besides Devontae Adams, he was a bit of a, a heartbreaker. He couldn't be a loser because he still caught like five or six passes, so it wasn't like that awful. But if you owned him and you were counting on him forever... He felt like a loser. Yeah, it kind of felt like a, a loser performance. Uh Teddy with a big fumble on the goal line uh, in this one too gives you an eight point swing if if you played him and you know those are the ones that that stick with you in the playoffs. Uh, Mike Davis did okay here, uh, yeah, and he Robbie helped. Anderson was a nuke too. This game was full of landmines. Yeah, Robbie Anderson ended up with two for twenty one. He also had a carry for negative one yard. Um, yeah, this game it was exciting, but weirdly just had really little fantasy impact. Uh, Nowhere near as much as you'd want. Yeah, Tunyon scores, but he doesn't even get like any yardage. Yeah. Tunyon scored and didn't have more than ten. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's enough. Yeah, I think he had three catches for like fifteen yards. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Bucks, Falcons, Buccaneers had to come back and win on this one. Antonio Brown catches his first touchdown uh, since le- week two of last year. Falcons Both of those touchdowns Falcon. thrown from Tom Brady on two different teams, which is always fun. Falcons are going to Falcon, as Scott said. Um, Calvin Ridley, an unbelievable f- performance. Really, the what first season. Really, the first good performance out of Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley in Julio's absence. I guess they finally got used to what it's like to play without him. Yeah, it only uh, took only him took him fifteen weeks. Yeah, <laughs> Russell Gage scores. Russell yes, Gage so he, he cashes on that. 
and uh, not much else on that game. I mean, no, we talked about Fournette. Yeah. Hurst scores, which is cool, and then um, very late for him to do that. Yeah, Gurley does not do. Anything all the Bucks kind of did pretty well here. Even Godwin gets a touchdown. So all all three receivers. Evans has a hundred yard game, and then they get Detroit next week. So I think that all three yep. of them kind of. Have an avenue to being a star. Yeah, Brady threw for nearly 400. Yeah, 390. So, yeah. And they're coming back, so maybe they don't do that against the Lions. Mm-hmm. But it's a good matchup for them. They are. All right. San Francisco-Dallas. This game ended up being very exciting. Way to go. Uh, didn't even know until like the recap on Red Zone that Nick Mullins hit a Hail Mary at the end of the game to Kendrick Bourne. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ, it's Kendrick Bourne. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much get, what I said. Got to get out there for, for one of those when you can. Brandon uh, Ayub Cash, he was great this week. See, Lamb, if that saved you, that saved you, which is really cool. Cowboys Legendary. Too. Yeah. Legendary. Cowboys D. Scott, you were hinting at Cowboys D. Yeah, yeah, I didn't end up starting them anywhere, yeah. unfortunately. Most so, did get uh, you two picks, though. Yes. Wow, they missed the extra point there, huh? That's yeah. pretty bad. Cody Parkey. Loser. I thought they cut him already. Someone, was brought, someone brought him up today, asking where he's yeah, at. Yeah. And I was like, he was on the Browns, but he got cut. Well, you were wrong. I am wrong. But maybe you were just predicting the future yeah. since he just missed. Maybe you I know something the Browns don't I know. I may be. All right. Detroit and Tennessee, uh, the big fella. The big fella. And Tannehill, man. I mean, Tannehill was the big fella in this one. Yeah. Because the big fella, they took him out on the last drive. It was, like, really upsetting to me. I needed the big fella. And uh, they... They let they the big fella, wasn't it? Oh, no, they let... Was it Tannehill that got that last one? Or it was Darrington Evans receiving. One? Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, so it was Tannehill as well. Tannehill yeah. goes crazy in this one, 37 fantasy points. Five touchdowns? Yes, five, five touchdowns. Three passing, yeah. two rushing. Yeah, and uh, Derek Henry still gets you one in, you know, a two-point conversion in 150, so it makes me feel like a brat for complaining. But, sure. <laughs> I mean... There's more on the table. This but is the matchup you dream of. When you think about how much more he could have had... Just based oh. off of a two-yard Ryan Tannehill rushing touchdown, yeah, the two-yard pass to Darrington Evans, like both of those could have been his. Easy, yep, easy, easy, easy. Um, DeAndre Swift had a two-yard rushing touchdown. I felt like Derrick Henry could have scored <laughs> on that too. <laughs> Do you think uh, Corey Davis? Awesome. Right, big play. Yeah. Uh, would you play him next week? You feel comfortable playing a guy on that offense right now? It's the Packers. Yeah, um, I think so. He's only he. Corey Davis has only really had one or two turds the entire season. So I think you can get away with playing him, especially because he's hitting these big And one, too. I think he left early. He, yeah, he bagels, so, but he left early. You know, for a long time this season, we were talking about how Corey Davis was getting like, oh, he, has, he hasn't had less than uh, double digits and half PPR for like, you know, eight weeks or something like that. So uh, I think he's definitely startable. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's talk about Houston and Indianapolis. Both of these games come down to the Texans' last drive this year, ends up with, you know, Something crazy going on with the Texans' offense. Sean Watson certainly did enough to kind of keep you a Sean Watson always fights the good fight. He really does. Well, he's he, got nothing around him. He did better in this game than he did the last time that they played, actually. Well, they had Will Fuller, I think. How about uh, David Johnson? Johnson? What about him? 11 Shocker catches on 11 special. targets. 11 Nuts. catches for him, man. That's crazy. Nuts. Somebody, when we were watching the game, one of our friends said, he's like, he just needs a month. Yeah, <laughs> give him a month in between good games, he'll get you one. Yeah, he just no needs problem. Play a game, have a month off, play another game, and he's fine. <laughs> Rodrigo Blankenship hits a fifty yard or two. That I feel like that probably swung some some matchups as well. Yeah, uh, Taylor had a good game this week. He gets Pittsburgh next week, so that'll be interesting. If he missed that, I would have won. Oh, mm. that's the test, I guess, for Taylor, right? 
if he can get it done against the Steelers. Yeah, he's like pretty he's much dominated. Against. He's basically like asserting himself as an another early round pick next year. For sure. Although he you has know. dominated against all South matchups down the stretch here, they still count the same for yeah. me. You know, he's I mean, still he's still getting it done. I mean, Marlon Mack returns though, does he not return to the Mac? I think he might be a free agent. <laughs> Come It'll on, be interesting to see. <laughs> what you don't think he's like? Uh, I think the wordplay was great. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> you don't think he's talented enough to uh, get some? I don't. Some I touches mean, back there. I don't. They were, he wasn't talented enough for them to not draft a running back this year. I thought he played so. pretty well the year prior. We'll see. I mean, we all did. We were all kind of surprised that yeah. Jonathan Taylor ended up as a cult, but here we are. Sure. You know, it's a year later, and didn't he tear his Achilles? Yeah. Yeah. It's he's not, not so easy to come back from him. as a yeah. guy who cuts on his ankles and Achilles all the time. Yeah, probably not. Jonathan Taylor's touchdown was awesome. He ran right through that guy. Yeah. He did. That was nice. David Montgomery, maybe your fantasy football playoff MVP. Yeah, he's on a he's on a heroic stretch. Yeah. No kidding. Heroic stretch is a good way to put it. Yep. And, <laughs> and then, he gets a Jags next week. <laughs> finish it off, David. Let's see David Montgomery finish this off. 32 carries, a buck 46, and two touchdowns. What more do you want? And he throws in a 16-yard reception. Dude got 33 touches, man. That's amazing. Another guy who caught a touchdown and didn't score over 10 points in half PPR, Adam Thielen. Actually, he didn't have over 10 in full either. Wow. Two catches, 11 yards, and a touchdown. This is a guy who consistently has faded down the stretch in the playoffs every year. Um, he's been fading since before the playoffs. Well, that's this true. This year, that's true. <laughs> he, starts I mean, hot. Like, he starts hot and closes cold every year. It's like, bizarre Doug Baldwin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Justin Jefferson is going to be drafted ahead of the top line. 10 receiver yeah, for sure going into the next year. Sure. Yeah. yeah. They, it looks like they might be the time. the one two Thielen Diggs split yeah. of old, but I think Justin Jefferson will be drafted ahead of him. I think so too. And for that reason, I feel like this is going to be a, a podcast that ends up with a lot of feeling shares. Eight for one, uh, four, no touchdown for Jefferson this week. I'll go back to Theon. Always and forever. I'm on two dynasties. Can't quit him. <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> no choice. <laughs> the Seahawks hold on against the Washington football team and put up a nice fight in the second half. Seattle stinks. Seattle's not fun to watch anymore. No. When they were by far the most fun team in the league. Yeah, to start the year. They were throwing up like 35 and letting up 30 every DK week. and Lockett were like number one and two fantasy receivers, and now they're both, you know, fading fast. Yeah, even Carlos Hyde. Uh, I mean, well, here's a good thing. Chris Carson gets most of the carries in this game by like oh, a large yeah. majority, but Carlos Hyde gets the one that he gets to break out and make a count. Carson 15 carries, Hyde 2. Yeah, I was going to say. Two. Exactly. And Hyde just hits that big 50-yard touchdown run. I actually thought it was three carries that weren't by uh, Carson. Yeah, probably looks like it was four. Yeah, yeah. Two and David Moore had one in addition to Carlos Hyde's two. Right. Yeah. So there were 20 carries, 20 carries or 20 handoffs, let's call them, and Carlos Hyde had, or Chris Carson had 15 of the 20. Yeah, yeah. so that's, four out of five. That's trustable going into next week. Sorry, three out of four. You just wished you, you, just wished you got that tud, that long tud. That of course guy. you did. Of course. Jacksonville, Baltimore, this one got out of hand. Um this one something about the, something insanely about fast. Baltimore and these teal-colored teams. They just throttled them. Yeah, I mean, they had a safety just to start it off, and yep. the yeah. Jags never really recovered. They got two crappy touchdowns that were never relevant to the game. The game Classic was a blowout. Garbage Minshew. Yeah, garbage Minshew. Who, who that? to uh, 
James Robinson. Robinson. Oh, that was a dime. one as well. That was, that was a dime. Great throw. great throw and catch, really. I yeah. love James Robinson. Thank you. For Mark Ingram, a healthy scratch in this game. So it is officially a two backfield, two running back backfield. Insane. But J.K. Dobbins, 14 carries to Gus Edwards, nine. I think it's pretty obvious that he's going to be the lead back going into next year as well. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I don't know so much about next year, but definitely going into next week, right? For sure. Yeah, I, mean, I would think so too. Yeah, Gus got two catches too, and, and J.K. Dobbins threw in a catch, but Dobbins has looked like the better back in that backfield the entire season. Just what like we all crazy, saw in week two. What a crazy fall! You know, kidding, right? But what a crazy fall from Grace from for uh, Mark Ingram, who was carrying us to championships last. Made me at the bank. Yeah, big trust. Exactly. Low trust level. No trust. In this no, trust. <laughs> no trust no. In, in Mark Ingram this year. Yeah, and by the way, not to say that I don't think Dobbins will be the starter next year. You know, he totally will be. But they just yeah. love the the rotation. I yeah. I they can make draft back. Exactly. They're a team that can make a free agency splash. Yeah. You know, like I don't know what Latavius Murray's contract is, <laughs> but it seems like it'd fit right in over there for the Gus. Really? Yeah, <laughs> so they got, got Mark nice Ingram time. from the Saints and then they got the guy who oh, yeah. replaced Mark Ingram on the Saints. Yeah. It's poetic almost. Yeah. Not as poetic. Has the New York Jets winning a football game? Gotta love it. The goddamn Jets. Frank Gore, 23 carries, 59 yards, touchdown. Nice. Legend. Yeah. <laughs> what more can you say? He really gutted it out for him. I know. It made me feel like, you know how we criticize them for just giving Frank Gore the ball all the time? Yeah. It made me feel like, well, at least it paid off once. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not sure they could have done it with other people. And one of the things that, you know, people as Jets fans, because we are friends with a bunch of them, and, you know, me and Tom pose as Jets fans as well, people are like, well, now the Jets won't have the first pick. And what I've been saying the whole time is like, what makes you think they will make the right decision if they have the first pick? I would rather have them have the second pick and then just take whatever quarterback balls. I think they should have the first Trey pick. Lance. Yeah, there's the kid from North Dakota. Yeah, they'll screw it up still. <laughs> but, you know, that's the Jets. Yep. It sounds about right. Cardinals-Eagles, this was a fun one. Both quarterbacks combined for eight touchdowns. Hurts and Kyler Murray both had a rushing touchdown apiece. Kyler Murray throws for 406 wow. yards. Ran for 29. Jalen Hurts, another 63 yards. So that's he's averaging 80 yards rushing in his two starts. Yeah. That's good, right? It's pretty good. Quarterback. Yeah. Pretty good. One of the things we were talking about earlier was that tight end produ- production against the Eagles is, you know, like Don said, Dan Arnold had a nice game, three catches, 54 yards. Well, Max Williams also had a 42-yard catch in this game. So you combine that all together. They're living, they're up, 86. A lot, up a lot to the tight end. It's uh, I'm, I'm starting to like that more as I look at it. And uh, we tried to warn you all about Jalen Hurts. Big time. If he's out there, you got to get him. Yeah, He's unreal right now. Love him. And hopefully forever. And Scott's going to give me a first-round pick for him. I lost. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz's image of himself is very interesting right now. You guys saw the report that came out that he was like, if I'm not going to start, you have to trade me. Someone will and they're like, we don't have him. to do a thing. Really. Yeah. And it's true that they don't. Yeah, it is true that they don't. <laughs> we gave you this awful contract. We can choose to do with you what we please. But I mean, I get it. Like, see, like he can even see. He's like, wow. Like, Hertz is just way better than me. Yeah, he was. He's better. There's yeah. no doubt. When you have that running capability, it just and you can throw like like he can because he can deliver the ball out there. Yeah, it just makes you so tough to stop. And yeah. It gives gives your play calling so many more options. Yep. 
All right, let's talk Chiefs Saints. Battle of the quarterbacks. Drew Brees, very rusty to start, but settled into a groove. The Saints made a game out of this uh, late in the game. No Michael Thomas. No Michael I Thomas. IR. He's out yeah. for the fantasy season. He did, he, did, he did you well. He did you well. Sanders looked pretty good. Four for 76. I think that we could have put him on there as a potential hero just because Michael Thomas is going to miss a lot of time. No doubt. Didn't really look at the Saints' schedule going they forward. They get Minnesota on, on uh, Christmas Day. That's a pretty good matchup for receivers. And you know year. how much I love starting guys that play on holidays. Yeah, so we might get a we might get a sugar plum pick uh, out of Emmanuel Sanders. Oh, that's next week, on. isn't it? Holy shit. God, those are fun. Holy so, shit. Uh, and I thought this was true, and I verified it because I didn't want to just go off uh, – you know, the a false memory here. Yeah. But Traquan Smith uh, injured his ankle on this one. So, it really, yeah. I guess Emmanuel Sanders is a hero on this one because he, he, he's, he's probably the ad out of this. He has to be. No doubt. And they're going to pass the ball. So, Jared Cook maybe gets elevated a little bit, but he's probably owned. So, you're, you're going to look toward Emmanuel Sanders here. Yeah, I think so as well. Patrick Mahomes is a lot of fun to watch. Play football. Yeah, did he steal uh, the MVP from Rodgers in this one or no? Well, Josh Allen uh, from Josh Allen in this one or no? <laughs> I just want. Well, I, I, yeah, you know, I don't actually think he's. Gonna if be the it. Bills can get to the two seed, like if the it's, Steelers... it's out of it's out of time, <laughs> out of time. <laughs> okay, fine. What the clock struck midnight? Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen didn't make a big enough splash. He's oh, out of you time. You don't think he's done? You think he's done? Yeah, he's not a good minute. That's what I mean. Josh Allen's out of time to win the MVP. Okay. As much as I'd love to see him do it. Yeah, you think it's down to Mahomes and... uh, Yeah, they wouldn't even bring that all up. Fair. We'll bring him up. (laughs) Forever. I'll bring him up. (laughs) Somewhere. We're going to do it now. All right. um, Yeah, I think that's going to do it. The Cleveland Giants game is being played right now. Uh, Jarvis Landry scored. I forget. Uh, and Austin Hooper scored. Yes. So Baker Mayfield. Jarvis Landry confirmed uh, listener to this podcast. As soon as we lambasted him, he has uh, been going buck wild. He turned into Baker making a case for a potential streamer next week against the Jets with two touchdowns already. So that's a good sign. Love it. And yeah, yeah, we've got one more game: Steelers Bengals. I'm sure that's going to be a Probably. high-scoring, great affair. You think Vontae's perfect? Will be watching. Keep your eyes on uh, Benny Snell here. Potentially could step into a big workload over the past Jaylen couple Samuels of weeks. Too. Jalen Samuels. It depends on what's going to happen with Connor, but just keep your eyes yep. peeled for that one. Yep. I'm interested to see if uh, Deontay Johnson can drop some more passes. Uh, <laughs> I got him in my uh, negative fantasy league. He's been killing it for me. Oh, drops and turnovers basically, or what's uh, what's uh, so Demarcus Robinson. Had a huge day today for that for that league. <laughs> Judging by how many leagues we've brought up throughout the years, I'm sure people believe that that's <laughs> actually a league. I mean, they, they must have the capability for something like that. Anyway, best of luck to those of you who uh, are getting into the finals. We would like to help you win those championships. So come back and listen to us on Thursday where we'll be giving our sugar plum picks because the episode drops on Christmas Eve. How festive. We got to wear sweaters for the Skype call. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, I was thinking maybe we should even drop it on Wednesday. We might Ooh. want to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so look out. Yeah. Who knows? We'll see. Twitter and Instagram at RutzFF to find out when we're posting it. We'll see you guys at the beginning of Week 16 Fantasy Football Championships. Oh, oh my God! God! Keep scoring, everybody. Yeah.